Welcome to episode 193 of the Movie City Maniacs. On tonight's episode, our best of 2007 series concludes with our top 10 picks. Welcome, everyone, to the Movie City Maniacs. I'm Kyle. I'm Maddie. And I'm Adam. Cowbunga, dudes. It's 07. <laughs> what were people saying in 07? Were they saying Cowbunga? I don't, I don't think that's... <laughs> were they uh, saying Yimmy Yowzers? What was like the, the 2007? We know what was popular, the movies, but yeah, was, what, 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 were the, the, what were the TV shows? Is that were like, they saying Stay Fly? Was, was that The Office? Was Office The Office was on, yeah. Everybody was watching Mad Men? Is that because I don't know? Nope, too early. Mm. Yeah, I don't uh, know. Deadwood was probably uh, coming to uh, an end. Done for a couple years. Uh, tell me you love me or any treatment from HBO. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we maybe, talked maybe, about the music. Breaking Bad might have been like okay. Here we go. Season. Same thing I did for the music. All right. I just searched top 2007 TV shows. Let's see what comes up. Gossip Girl, Burn Notice, Skins. I never heard of that. It does say Mad Men. No, I, I don't think so. I think it's 2008. Maybe it. Maybe. No, I think first season 2007, according to Wikipedia. Fall 2007. Yeah. 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 The Big Bang Theory. Private practice. Forgot about that show. Rules of engagement with, huh? Uh, what's his name? Is it David Spade? Yeah, never in fucking. And Chuck. So this is be- just before the golden age yeah. of television. Um, Lost, I guess, would have been on then as well. Yeah, it's uh, possible. Yeah, it's weird where this list comes up. I don't think these were the top ten yeah. popular, most popular. They're shows. just the ones that have yeah, a I, Halloween I, episode I, that they know you should watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess Entourage was still kicking at this point. I'm trying to think of like the HBO. Maybe Treme was finishing. Not Treme. Um, the Wire was probably finishing season five. Maybe the fifth. Californication. Season. Yeah. Yeah. This is like. The pre, like, oh, we've seen the light. We know The Sopranos was good, but yeah. they haven't quite. Curb yeah. enthusiasm is, is going yeah. around that time. Is it still on? Is that like or apparently season six was two thousand seven? Okay. Pushing daisies, Friday Night Lights, Rescue Me, Weeds. Okay. Right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah, like yeah, Rescue listen. Me, Weeds. All those things yeah. are like just before they figured out how to make really great yeah. TV shows. I disagree. I think Rescue Me is great. <laughs> Rescue me is a, I, I I feel t- like torture. If I tried to watch it again, I loved it when it was that. Like this is amazing. If I tried to watch it again. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, this is why. I... It just is so sad. Yeah, that, uh, everybody's dying. dying. Yeah, it's like a bad soap opera. Mm. Yeah, but it's funny. Like, yeah, it, it isn't really funny after the first like year or two. The first season I thought was funny, mm. and then it's just like all those guys like telling bad dick <laughs> jokes. And and terrible things happening to Dennis Leary's family. Yeah, the boy dies. Like who cares? I don't yeah. care if I'm spoiling any of this shit. This shows. Yeah, oh. it turns into trash. I disagree. It's probably top ten for me. <laughs> really? But, yeah. Have you seen it all? When's the last time you oh, watched yeah, yeah. it? I've seen it. Uh, oh. It's been some time, but I've seen it yeah. a couple times. I think. Yeah. 
Um, anyways, well, that's not why we're here. Yeah. We are here yeah. to talk about what a. Yeah, the, I do the, like uh, eight fingers. Yeah, I still <laughs> use that. Eight fingers of whiskey. Yeah, give me eight fingers of whiskey. Um, yeah, so we're we're continuing our best of 2007 series again. If you're just tuning in, uh, beginning of the year we drew a year from the hat. Uh, 2007, and for the past six months, we've been watching a lot of 2007 films leading up to this episode. Last episode, we did our top 10 horror of the year, and now we're doing our top 10 overall picks. Yeah, yeah. So you can have horror in there. You can not have horror in there. That's your choice. We usually separate it just because it gives us 10 more films to talk about, but however you want to do it, um, it's your choice. So I was I was curious, uh, just today, I was like, I wonder how many 2007 movies I've seen now, and... Uh, and then I realized that Letterbox has this great uh, thing. If you have uh, not their, is it their Patreon? Yeah, there's Patreon and Pro. Yep. Kyle and I have their Patreon. Maddie doesn't have either, but he also doesn't log all of his movies. I, I own a computer. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's more so of a we, cell phone. So, so than anything. this won't apply to you. I have no idea how many movies overall from 2007 because you haven't marked yeah. most of the movies. But Kyle, I have. Have you looked at this, Kyle, at all? No. So. What do you think? Don't look. Oh, okay, I was just gonna check. Okay, I won't look. What do you think is the year you've seen more movies from than any other year? Just quick, Maddie, you can say too. We we won't be able to verify. Can, yours. can I guess Kyle's? Sure. I'm gonna say ninety six. Okay. Well, I'm guessing maybe it's this year because <laughs> it, it it is it is for me. I'm tied now. Uh, it's going to be newer years because it's probably since we're doing a podcast and I've had to watch every as many movies from that year. 2019 um, yeah. is the most. And the most, he's watched oh. 120 movies from 2019. This year, Kyle's now seen oh. 114 movies. And I've seen, um, uh, I watched 118 from, from 07. From 07. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, 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 think if we, I think if we did like a best of, I guess. What did I for eighty five? I think it was only hundred and four mm. something or mm-hmm. yeah. Um, let's see, yeah, hundred and five. So so I, I looked at that too. I also do think though, like, I mean, and maybe I'm wrong about this. It almost feels like there is more movies being released with all the stream service and all yeah, the different ways of getting it. I just yeah, I feel like like eighty five. There was still like a hundred. I eighty five. I had a list. I've deleted it since, but I had about a hundred still sitting there. I've got a hundred two thousand seven movies still sitting there as yeah. well. Yeah, I do feel like I like 2007. I didn't get to see everything I talked about, but I, I would say there's maybe five or ten that I had left that I wanted really to watch. Wanted I didn't. I don't think I had as much as you. Um, well, I'm not necessarily wanting to watch all those hundred. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either. But there's like some I, like I didn't really care about spots. Blades of Glory that much, or Ghost <laughs> Wild Hogs, or Wild Hogs. <laughs> I've seen Blades of Glory; it's terrible. But um, Wild Hogs, yeah, Wild Hogs, Norbit, and uh, Chuck and Larry. I yeah, uh, I, we, we call that the Holy Trinity around here. <laughs> but it, it was really interesting yeah. when you're going through those years, and then. It, it got me thinking for next year. I may go in the other direction, in a in a kind of crazy way, and pick something from a year that I I really I've got thirty movies. In. I want to do something like fifty sixties, even though I think that'd be hard. It yeah. would be so hard to find these movies, right? But like, it might be. I don't know. Pull a re- resources. Two thousand seven yeah. was fucking hard to finalize ones. If yeah. I didn't own a lot of these yeah, on Blu-ray. That, that's yeah. just it. I own a lot on DVD that I didn't really... Yeah. My first watch of 310 to Yuma, I'm like, oh, I got the DVD. Like, let's unwrap Because that was the height of foil. DVD. You got it. Yeah, yeah it, it is crazy, though, how mm. you can't even rent these. Mm-hmm. No. Which, yeah. that's what they promised you. Oh, don't worry. You can... 
That's why, again, I'm I'm a big proponent yeah. <laughs> of physical media. And I'm not saying, it. like, you know, streaming has its pluses, too, but uh, yeah, you kind of need everything We to, would to never see, see all this as yeah. well without streaming. But, yeah, it did get me to think, like, my, like, from 90 to ne- current day, yeah. I'm always close to, like, between, like, 70 and 100 yeah. films I've seen. You have a, a guiding light at 80, that point. like, there's quite a bit, but as I go into, like, the 70s, 70s and 60s, 60s and 50s and 40s and 30s, it, it goes down considerably. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think you're watching more films since joining this podcast? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like I think this podcast again. Like I think this year I might hit a record for most movies because 2007 was a lot, but I've been hitting even harder the slasher because we have uh, coming up after this. I don't want to, mm-hmm. you know, this is the best 2000. I don't want to talk yeah. about it too much, but we do have our top 100 slashers coming up, and then I know the end of the year we're going to have the best of, so I'm going to watch, and then October, of course, where we do insane Nuts. numbers. Usually, my 2000 and like the this year 2023 that'll be mostly January. Jan- February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm actually behind this year for oh. my last couple. I've I've now like trying to get yeah. into a little bit more of a healthy flow uh, of modern movies, or just like in general. I I, I think I, I I started feeling like I don't. Sometimes I'm watching movies, but I'm not like enjoying them because I'm just like I I got I, I got a little bit more time. Like I, yeah. it starts getting in my telly. I got a little bit more time. I can put on this other movie, and I just watched the movie. Yeah, this morning already. I'm trying to get away from that a little bit um and uh, same with tv i'm trying to watch a little like mm-hmm. i think everything went ratcheted up over covid too <laughs> i think that's why 2019 is also huge because 2020 that mm-hmm. uh, makes sense we're all home with nothing to do what are but... three fucking crazy movie guys gonna do yeah i think i think that would almost be an episode one day if maddie ever gets a shit up to gear on letterbox mm. all the stats are so fascinating yeah. i'm looking at now like Going through what are your most watched films, and it's kind of weird some of the choices. Who are your most watched stars, most watched directors? There's a lot of really fascinating stuff. Your highest rated decades. They break down all this stuff. Yeah. Again, we're promoting Letterboxd. We do uh-huh. not get promotion. We just love it. It's, you know. Yeah, it's the, fantastic. There's a lot of cool stuff there that you fantastic. could almost have yeah. an episode just going through and kind of surprising, I think, each other and even yourself. Like, oh, mm-hmm. wow, I didn't realize. It, uh, all of a sudden, I was just trying to figure out, like, how many... They break down even, like, country and language. How many have I seen from this year? Genre. I, st- I started, like, wondering. Out. And then I was like, oh, like, there's this all-time stat thing. And I, I really hadn't dove into the all-time stat. I've been in there before. Yeah. But I didn't really, like, go nuts in, in terms of, like, looking at every decade and what, what I watched. Kinda... Uh, and then I was like, oh, I could probably do this for Kyle, too. Yeah. Um, it kind of shows you, though, how hard I hit, because I'm looking right now, and I've only seen six films in 2023. And that number is going to probably go up to 100 and something by the end. Yeah. Eventually. eventually yeah. yeah. Like, what was last year at for you? Um, last year I did... Oh, last year I actually only did 65. Because I think you do go back... Yeah, mm-hmm. it looks like the year before... Yeah, actually, it was just... The last really big one was 2019... The year a really good, that. also a really good year, I think for for me. Yeah, the last couple of years were COVID, right? Yes. So yeah, we've been even now like they're starting to come out, but I still feel like I think twenty twenty four might be the first like year where it's really back. Like yeah. I feel like this year is close, well, we'll see but, with the writer strike now. Yeah, why an actor striker? Yeah. But anyways, uh, yeah, should anything else or should we jump? No, no, that's all. Yeah, I just yeah. thought that yeah, was really interesting. Is, yeah. And also, you know, again, I'm sure Maddie would be close to 100 or yeah, yeah, 100 yeah, plus, yeah, yeah. probably 100 plus films of this. That's how much lot. we watched <laughs> collectively, I'm sure. So 2007 is my second um, yeah. second one, yeah. That's impressive. 
But yeah, and actually, this time I didn't watch that many new ones. I watched a handful, but I did do a lot of rewatches. So that was a lot of from before. Mm -hmm. But we might have, were we doing? No, we weren't doing the podcast then. Not until uh, I think, how do I know this? 20th. 2012. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Hmm, 2012 weird, or yeah. 2013, you guys started the podcast. I think I did. I was on movie. <laughs> I was going too. on 10 years, baby. <laughs> Different Anyways, podcast. Doesn't yeah, count. Yeah, 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 fair enough. We're going to be our 200 episode. Yeah. That's already a milestone. But, <laughs> <You anyways. blew. laughs> okay, with that, though, uh, yeah, the, the, let's jump into it because we're going to probably have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, who wants to start off with their number 10 pick for. Well, why don't you go first? Uh, since yeah. you, you right. capped so, it off the last Again, time. I had a couple that I was fighting for. The, I didn't really know which one to put for top 10. I don't know if I feel confident about this this pick, but it is what it is. Uh, my number 10, um, this may shock people because there's probably a lot of better comedies in other people's eyes. I know there's. Uh, we'll see what films. <laughs> I would love for this to say Wild Hogs right now. Yeah. It would make me so happy. <laughs> no, my, my number ten is Knocked Up, and I know this is oh, one. Yeah. Oh wow! I feel like this is one where people like feel it's the one that's like dropped out of the yeah. the 2007. There's other comedies which I'm not going to spoil because they may be on your guys' list. Mm-hmm. There's other comedies that have kind of like taken over this one. This one's kind of been almost more forgotten about. But on rewatching them all, this is the one I kind of had the most fun with. I just think I love the co- like all the group of friends kind of yeah. steal the show anytime they're on screen it, it, just the way they rip I on I wish each the other. movie was that yeah so do I I still like I don't know I kind of mm-hmm. like some of the other stuff I don't know I, I think I, actually I, Catherine Heigl who is is mm-hmm. quite good in the movie I know Maddie didn't agree with that this this was like yeah, you kind of realize as you get older that Seth Rogen's actually the douchebag, yeah. and Catherine Hagel's the the normal. Uh, this one. is a Seth Rogen vehicle. I found the chemistry between Hagel and him just was n- not there. Right, like, yeah. they, they didn't like each other. Yeah, I yeah I, I think there's there's probably some truth. Yeah, this 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 felt yeah this was my like, my least favorite of yeah. like those big mm-hmm. comedies from that year. Uh, I still enjoyed it though. Mm-hmm. Um, surprised like. That's the one that you'll get on your list. Yeah, so. that's uh, that, again. Well, we'll talk. We'll see. If, what, the, the other comedies yeah. I didn't like as much. There was one other comedy that it could have. Again, I had like three or four picks that could have been switched with this number. four. I'm sure you'll talk about. And it. I'll talk about them in the honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Maddie, uh, number ten. I'm still like go heaven on, but I gotta go with my heart. Uh, the uh, assassination of Jesse James okay. by the coward uh, uh, Robert, Robert Ford. Ford. What a beautiful movie that is just full of like interesting characters doing great acting like, yeah it, it, okay i think that's the right word they are living these characters right yeah, you, like, you feel like you're as dirty and like squalored as these, these criminals like, every time like he's smoking a cigar you feel like the cigar smoke in your throat you know what i'm saying like you, you get like this upset tummy from like the, the smoke it's, yeah I, I love this movie you're living because it's, it's a long sprawling movie that doesn't really go many where, places and maybe not where you're always expecting yeah, this, this but one to go. you're living this life and it's such a beautiful tragic it's 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 life man like it's it's cool and like i, I think brad pitt's best performance like i'm surprised that he didn't win any uh, awards well, for that yeah i think it was because it it wasn't uh, heralded as hit. like a yeah fair enough um awesome well uh my number ten is a, another comedy of a year. I would argue that this is one of the a great year for comedy. Like great, one of the big, greatest big years blockbuster comedy uh, for comedy. And I, my number ten is going to be Hot Fuzz. Edgar oh Wright's yeah, Hot Fuzz. Um, I just find this endlessly fascinating how much fucking information he's able to put in this, but also have characters that you actually 
grow with and mm-hmm. and and want to want to be next to them you can feel like relationships growing it is such a hard line to walk comedy and action and a, a great murder mystery and almost is, slasher aspects it, it, this, if you put this on a horror list i'd be like yep that makes sense it feels like a slasher well of course you you would say this after yeah, your, yeah, your yeah, 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 yeah. questionable are they yeah. horror i think yeah, yeah. I, I almost agree like i think that first mm. half i was like well is this could I put this as a slasher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like it definitely, you know, becomes something different that last half. But yeah, you know, if, if there's the, elements for sure. It, but for me, it's the comedy is why mm-hmm. this You're watching is there. This. It, like, there's so many like side jokes and little bits and pieces mm-hmm. of information. Um, like, I would watch this again. Yeah. Soon. Yeah. No. Pro- no problem. High rewatch no, value. It's for sure. crazy high rewatch value for me. Yeah, I've spoke my piece on it. I won't say more. <laughs> that's a, that's one thing. If if you ever want to go back in the ne- yeah. last six months, you will we, hear about all of these movies. Yeah. You can go on the, the website, search it, or just even type movie cinemax that title. It'll come up. Um, yeah, it, I think we talked about it, this didn't on work for three me, but different, different occasions. Yeah, because we all watch it at different parts. Yeah. Didn't work for me, but I know you guys liked yeah. it. Uh, my number ten, or sorry, my number nine is actually a film that I know Adam doesn't like from his Letterbox review. I had a fucking oh. blast with it, revisiting it. Um, I, I talked about Bullet Train last year. I think that made my top 10 being yep. like Looney Tunes as an action movie. This movie is Looney Tunes as an action movie. Shoot they literally do Bugs Bunny references and he is fucking you, you stabbing people oh, with carrots. Yeah. Uh, shoot him up. This oh, movie it, is fucking insane. It, it, this isn't Ben Wheatley. This is, uh, who is this? Um, I don't think, I don't know who this is. It's Gangster Number One, right? Okay. I don't know what else he did. Um, Maybe. It's with Clive Owen, uh, Paul Giamatti. Yeah, it's not Paul- gangster number. I he he yeah. didn't do much else, but uh, yeah, it's it's Clive Owen, Paul, Paul Giamatti. This movie's fucking insane, and you can't take one moment seriously. Like the opening right away, like they set up the first five minutes where he shoots the umbilical cord to get the baby free. He's flying around. He shoots this thing of oil, then runs, slides across the oil, takes out like 100 guys. He's chasing up, got a baby in hand, and then jumped across buildings, stabbing people in the eye and the, you know, killing them with carrots throughout. There's an insane, he's fucking, um, what's her name? Um, Monica, Monica Bellucci. That's a standout. He's fucking scene. her yeah. while killing bad guys and she's getting off on it. Uh, the, the, I don't know if I'm spoiling too much of it, but there's a scene he has bullets in his hand because his hand's all fucked up, and he's like, right, he can't shoot. But he puts the bullet, he sticks his hand in the fireplace, and the bullets <laughs> shoot and kills the guy. Like, this movie is just like one gag after another. It's, uh, yeah, it is literally Looney Tunes. I will say, like, I haven't seen this since theater, yeah. but I had such a... Distaste? Distaste for it uh, that I can't imagine ever watching it's it again. It's just so fucking Like, the insane. one scene is was hilarious, and I was laughing hysterically. I would probably, I, and I, I, but I would just probably watch that scene again. I remember not liking Paul Giamatti in this, and I love Paul Giamatti. No, he's so fun. He's got so many great one-liners. He's, he's, yeah, I think I he's found it was, this. yeah, I remember just thinking. I, I, I think you, I saw this when it first came yeah. out, but I totally forgot. I, I had honestly forgot this movie mm. even existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I liked it then, yeah. but not as much, but I think this time, like, I totally fucking loved it. Um, yeah. I think I get this in free It's actually, this confusing. might be the most, I'm trying to look. This might be the most fun I had in 2007. Oh, awesome. Which, let's be honest, yeah. 2000 is not really the most fun <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah. It's a lot of... To that, yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, well, I just I talked about Hot fun. Fuzz. Yeah, I didn't find that that fun. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, most yeah. people would consider I think, that I think, well, I think there's, like, there's five comedies that people really like, but I think outside yeah. of that, most movies on people's lists are not... 
Well, trick or treat's very fun. Yeah. Mm. Murder party. <laughs> uh, which also you could kind of say it's is kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, but I, I think even horror. I think when we talked about it last episode, uh, ble- most of them yeah. are bleak, bleak depressing. Downing. Sure, you brought you can bring up trick or treating horror, murder party. That's yeah. two out of like uh, the hundred. Yeah, for everyone, films. you have a zodiac or, or and grindhouse. Uh, funny games. Yeah, grindhouse. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, my number eight, uh, American Gangster. I, I I dug this movie, man. It's a fun gangster biopic. Like it's not higher up. Do you mean your number nine? Number nine. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. That's a, I, I switched them. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, the assassination of American Gangster. Like, I think I'd like American Gangster yeah. a bit better. It's a bit more. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I, I like Denzel's Washington. Like, he won an Oscar for this, right? Like, no, he didn't. Training Day, I think. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, he was good in this. Like Russell Crowe, <laughs> I liked. I don't know. It was a fun, like, rags to riches story. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I like like that one. It, it's uh, I think. A fairly deep honorable mention for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I know you guys didn't dig. Actually, I don't know what Kyle. Yeah, thought, this could be high in Kyle's list. Yeah. I, I'm I'm positive, but um, mm. yeah, I just don't like the Russell Crowe part of the movie, mm. and that's a big part of the movie. So uh, that's what holds me back. I, I would l- love to full Denzel yeah. deep dive. Um, my number nine is uh, four months, three weeks, and two days. This is the I, I believe it's a Romanian film that I've had on my list. Basically, probably like from 2008, I think probably is yeah. where everybody was really, really talking about it. And this is two college roommates that the one has to have an abortion. And the way they – what they have to go through almost basically turns into like a thriller movie at times, how fucking tense it is to actually do these things. Mm-hmm. I was not really prepared for that aspect of it, of like the danger there's one sequence in this where she's running through the streets trying to 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 get rid of some evidence, and I'm terrified for this woman. And huh. it's all dark, and she's having to hide behind. It was almost like a war film. Crazy, crazy sequences. But there's lots of these Is this in, in there. Some state where abortions. Yeah, this was Romania. in Romania, where oh, okay. uh, most like I think still, it's it's still like. Le- le- illegal or semi-illegal in most places. In the Isn't world. it like illegal in a lot of states right now? Or I think well, they overturned. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, but it's still you can't get the right drugs. Uh, yeah, there, the there was some story where this mother, this girl's like mother, shipped from another state because it was legal in her state to buy. So she shipped it to her mother's, and, and they now got caught, and they're both getting charged. And that's, oh, that's crazy. In in Canada now, there is because in some states we're making uh, pills for for. Pregnant women that there w- was was issues like basically with Plan B or what have you, uh, but not like Plan B. No, yeah. no. If this is this is basically like if if you have a uh, a pregnancy that's not going to go to term and you're in danger of dying because yeah. it's still inside you even though it's not living, uh, this this medication uh, could get you through that. Um, that medication is now scarce because it was made. Oh, in like one of these uh, in one of the states. Oh, that's crazy. And they they've closed the plant. That's fucked up, man. Yeah. So th- this is th- so this is very. Uh, I think this yeah, is uh, topical. Topical. I believe this is in the eighties or 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 potentially early nineties when this this takes place. You're st- it's probably the eighties because I think it's still. Uh, communism has some sort of it definitely has some rule, and they have to show their even to rent a hotel is very tense. Super tense movie. Yeah. Um, more tense than inside, or less tense than inside? <laughs> honestly, I felt more. Uh, your back uh, like, hurt more because I think with inside, you know what you're getting into. Yeah, and I, I it think, seems more like a, a, a not not comic, but like 
it's the manipulating is, you. The gore with, is yeah, so excessive yeah. in that one, and it eventually you kind of desensitizes you. Mm-hmm. Some of the shit that happens more humane, in this, human? you're just not a human being if it doesn't. If you're desensitized mm-hmm. to it, it's it's like pretty, pretty, pretty uh, gruesome. But I, I do think the filmmaking is just incredible, and that's what really what did it. If it was just like a a story yeah. about this, and it was didactic, and it's just teaching me what I, I like I don't yeah. want a movie to just tell me <laughs> Zach Morris me. telling you like uh, what, what to do <laughs> yeah I got saved by the bell for that shit yeah. I don't need it in a, in a film this doesn't do that or at least in my eyes uh, it just tells this kind of gripping harrowing story um, so that's my number nine Ooh. Uh, my number eight is kind of like the same vibe uh, same kind of story idea in a, in a sense uh, Eastern Promises <laughs> The David Cronenberg one. This, this is, is about, my number eight. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. So yeah, this is about um, Naomi Watts, a nurse, and she gives uh, th- this um, this young girl shows up, uh, ends up in the hospital. She has a baby um, and dies. And you find the diary, and you learn that she went through a pretty traumatic experience here. It got mixed up in the Russian maf- mafia. Was probably raped uh, many times or was raped and it just it's a really fucking yeah. Yeah. dark depressing uh, Viggo Mortensen is great in this Naomi Watts great Vincent Cassell everyone's great in this probably and, Viggo's uh, best role and uh, what's yeah. the, the guy the older guy uh, Ar- um, Ar- Armin Mueller Stahl is incredible yeah he's mm. so good in this yeah it, it's just like it's not your typical David Cronenberg story no. it's more like I guess it's one of his few realistic <laughs> ones, it, it right? doesn't like, even feel like, like a gangster movie but it's too like I got too Hardcore, excited to, yeah. to talk there, and I was <laughs> coughing it. No, it, well, it's not. It's almost too pulpy in mm. a maybe a B movie way, but not a horror movie way. Yeah. Like in a in a like old yeah, yeah like yeah, like a good a grimy no- yeah, novel. yeah grimy paperback or something mm. you buy at the airport too. Uh, yeah, like this is we uh, we talked about it on the on the episode that mm. we covered this, but it, it feels like an auteur for hire job. Where he still is able to make this a David Cronenberg yeah. movie, mm-hmm. uh, very similar, I think, to what a lot of directors were doing in the '40s and and and, mm-hmm. uh, and '50s in taking these like great the stories States. and just putting their own flair on it. Yeah, which is... and there, there's a like a, a violent attack scene in the bathhouse that is fucking incredible. I was actually reading and... an article about this. I guess that is like a, a fellas now know how vulnerable it is to be attacked in like almost a psycho-esque shower scene. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because like, yep. you never really get that of guys getting attacked when they're the most vulnerable in the shower. And this is the first time you've seen this. And you're like, oh, wow. Now you kind of get like that. What ladies feel when you see a shower scene, they're getting stabbed in that it shit. D- it so. does have that grimy yeah. like gangster, but it's not like a good fellas type thing. This is like, yeah. it's more of this kind of personal, small, no, you, you see how terrible yeah. at almost all times the, Th- this life these would be. Ga- yeah. This life would be, yeah. 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 Uh, anyways, that's my number eight. Uh, my number eight is uh, g- kind of in the same vein as like yours. Yours too. Uh, super bad. <laughs> yeah, what a fun movie! Yeah. Like, uh, uh, it's almost like a, a a romantic comedy. Like, it might have been one of the well, maybe. Lethal Weapon's probably the first, but the first in this vein of like a new wave romance. And also like, just with, you know, there's, you got, we've covered a lot of coming mm-hmm. of age, 80s, 90s. Yeah, um, this is like the first one that you felt like, yeah, I, I know these guys. Like, yeah. I am these people. Like, I, I, I have these friendships. I, yeah. I just, yeah, I, I agree. I think that's what makes this movie and you, the, mm-hmm. how they show the, the, the relationship between the Michael Sarah yeah. and Jonah Hill and true love and how they can't express that because they're fucking teenagers. Mm, they have a lot of them. And, and like, they're guys. They're funny. It's crack them always. It's talking about insulary characters that we were talking about knocked up. I think this does a better job of exploiting these, like the little oh, party yeah. and there's a bunch of like, oh, that's awesome. Like 
just like people just doing little shit in the bits. background. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, and yeah, my number eight was Eastern Promises. Oh shit! So my number seven. This may be a big shocker because I know it's going to be much higher up. Definitely an Adam's list. I have no clue about Maddie. He's a wild card. Yeah. Number seven is uh, PTA's. Uh, it is PTA, right? There will be blood. Is that? Oh yeah. yeah. Um, just making sure. Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is again. I mentioned this on the show. It's like technical mm. on a technical level, acting like it's almost a perfect film. Yeah. Everything about it is incredible. But I also will say I don't. I don't know. I don't connect. Uh, I don't get too much emotion out of this film. It's just like it's one of those films you just watch, and it's an incredible film. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's also one that you know I'm not eager to revisit again. It's something I'm going to probably watch once every ten years. Yeah, it is. It is bleak, but there's some kind of dark comedy in there. Paul Daniels, fucking fantastic, and Daniel yeah. Lewis. There's a, there's a lot to like about this film. I understand why this is number is, one on most. Is this people's one list. of his best roles. Daniel Day Lewis, like well, he's it, great in everything. Yeah, but I, this might, might be, be the, right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I I personally like prefer Last Mohicans, yeah. but this is he's better in this film. Mm-hmm. I he's definitely better in this film. Yeah, um, like I just that film's more enjoyable for me. But um, yeah, yeah it, just, I, I I think I actually it is his, one his last movies. film might be my favorite performance of his. Actually, Phantom uh, Thread. Uh, Abraham Lincoln, or yeah. <laughs> Probably not Lincoln, even though I, I think he's fine as Lincoln. Yeah. But you know, I'm it never going to get This is like a weird film Lincoln. where it's amazing, but like, isn't enjoyable. I don't know. Um, I, yeah, I do love all the quiet moments, the things that you do with the mm. score. It almost seems like a horror movie score. Yeah, there's no dialogue in the first 18. Yeah, minutes. I yeah. love all and that then, stuff. Like, the first thing he says, is like, "When I'm an oil man, you will believe me." I'm like, of course I do. I just seen you be an oil man. Like, <laughs> you kind of like yeah. that when you the... fucking despise him as well. Like, he's such a horrible, horrible, horrible person. I, yeah, the thing is, I found him like charming at first. Like, Paul Daniel is so funny. Yeah, annoying. You hate Paul Dan yeah. on this, but like um, it's always, uh, yeah. And I might get to this one. You never know. Yeah. But like, it's always just so fucking. I can't take my eyes off of it. And, yeah. And this is one that if somebody told me the one thing I thought about this is I I went I wish I was seeing this on the big screen again. Yeah. And if somebody told me that this was in September. At the Playhouse, you'd check it out. I'd go again, and I just watched it this year. Four, yeah. Like I'm kind of it, dying to see it, it again because I think it downplayed what a fucking visceral it's, impact it's, it has. Probably it's only like two and a half hours. Like it feels like it's five, but like in a, in a good way. There's a lot of like story in there. Yeah, it's about two and a half hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it does pack in a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, so yeah, that's oh. not my pick. It's Kyle's pick. <laughs> Are we on number seven? We are. Hot Fuzz. Nice. Yeah, we talked about this. Yeah, it's such a fun movie, man. Like, what's great about this movie is uh, between the jokes, there are is, like these great actors by like I guess like everyone who wasn't in the Harry Potter movie was <laughs> in this movie, right? Like, well, I think a lot of these guys came out of like they're all kind of friends. So you have mm. you know Patty Constantine, who's now in the uh, new yeah. Game of Thrones thing, has been yeah. in a million things. You even have like people like Rafe Spall, who's was in those movies, but now he's been like the Big Short and yeah. Jurassic Parks and a bunch of he's... other things. And you just got yeah. And then you even have like Timothy Dalton, who's that we didn't I didn't yeah. mention him. Uh, he's Sheriff, so yeah. fucking perfect in this. Um, yeah, but like it's it's kind of stacked with like who, Olivia Coleman's got like a bit role in this, and she's hilarious as like this mm. potty mouth constable or it's whatever. Great, right? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, I, I love this movie. It's such a uh, fine line to walk between comedy, 
uh, action and horror. And this does a perfectly good job of combining it and not like exploiting anything about it, which is cool. Yeah, it it still feels very earnest and organic way. to the, mm-hmm. the the movie for sure. Um, yeah, my number seven is the assassination of Jesse James by the coward uh, Robert Ford. Nice. Um, yeah, Maddie went, was talking about it, and I I kind of mentioned it. Blew me away. Uh, you mm-hmm. you know you've got this sprawling sprawling story that's almost told in a poetic sort of manner mm-hmm. the poetic part it's almost it's not it's not like malik in terms of like um you know you're not wispily looking at uh, you know with narration and, and looking at the grass <laughs> yeah. or whatever um but it has the same sort of feeling where you're you feel like you're getting more depth even when they're just looking at each other mm-hmm. like they're they're, they're telling a story they're like telling you, a story all these guys are are you know they're they're playing each other too off. Like nobody can trust one another, mm-hmm. and you see that it, it's a very difficult thing I think to do both as an actor, but even harder as uh, a filmmaker director. to kind of have an internal dialogue. Yeah, it, it, it works. It pays off. Like even that. Like it was. Is it the climax? It's right in the title when that actually happens. Like yeah. Oh, what the fuck? Like, you know it's coming. It's still like. Get you so goddamn well. Good. The way it actually plays out is, mm-hmm. uh, you know, in a way how it spirals everyone's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's not a not a, a normal Hollywood movie yeah. sort of climax. Ready? Uh, my number six is uh, Maddie talked about it. Uh, American Gangster. Nice. Um, yeah, this is kind of Ridley Scott's Goodfellas, I guess. Yeah, uh, it's his big crime epic. Uh, I, I actually really like the Russell Crowe stuff. I like the Denzel Washington. There's just some great violence. You're kind of getting everything that you you like if you're if you're mm. a fan of those kind gangsters, of gangsters, gangster, gangster crime story. movies. Um, a Jay Z album. Yeah, you know, I do think it has kind of its own feel too, because again, like it's not Italian, yeah, uh, mafia, which you know is usually what's on screen when it comes to this. It was kind of a, a different scene. Would it be more day. like instead of Goodfellas, like the Donnie Brasco of the yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think it's more it New this York, is like Ridley Scott's epic, yeah. though. I don't know. I think because that's an epic movie. Yeah, I like Donnie Brasco a lot, actually. But um, um, but just like. You're you're getting like the in cops. Goodfellas. There's no cops, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just the uh, lifestyle. It's just the lifestyle. Yeah. Where this definitely has. An, there's probably another example of of something that rides that line. And Donnie mm-hmm. Brasco wouldn't be a perfect one because the he's cover, both e- epic. But this guy has to kind of like weasel. His, the Russell Crowe does have to. The one thing I did like is he's almost got like a Serpico. Mm-hmm. Aspect to him, right? Where he thinks he is a right. He's right all the time. He's, he's above this. He's doing it the right way. He's better than these uh, these uh, crooked cops. Yeah, these uh, Brolins, if you will. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that is um, my number. My six. number six is a uh, another well, a biopic that I, I I should hate. Walk hard, man. What a fun goddamn <laughs> yeah. movie! Like, it, it just takes the absurdity of all these biopics and just spins it on its ear. And actually, like, instead of like saying how much it loves these biopics, it just rips them apart in such a fun way. Yeah, and it it also you can tell these are people that have watched them a million times and probably like those type of movies way more than you or I. I, was like, I think they hate them. They realize how absurd they are, and like. You know what? This is ridiculous. Let's, let's just bust its balls. Like I think 100%. There, there's definitely that, but yeah. I think there's probably like you to get that in depth into it. You would have really had to mm. go. Like I was reading the oral history. I think it was on the Ringer. I, I really recommend it 
for anybody that's a huge fan of Walkhard because, yeah. one, how this movie was made, what the expectations were, how long, like, I probably said it on the podcast, but John C. Riley wrote, like, f- like with other people, like, 50 songs, and he was always there working on it. I think, for me, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. I think this is one of the best pieces of, uh, of like, new music, original music. Yeah. It's basically a musical. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you on that. Like, um, and it's the songs are great. They are good. Like, they're let, really, let's do it. They're infectious. They're let's earworms. Do it. <laughs> yeah, and even like the Bob Dylan, like the uh, Dylan uh, stuff. Yeah. And I, he's the Dylan one. They filmed so much more, mm-hmm. um, and and you only get to see a little bit of it. And, and, it, and it works. And it works. But, but he worked so hard to make the whole song so it would be a believable Bob Dylan song. Uh, do you think Jason Swartman is only in this movie because he was in Darjeeling Limited with the George Harrison mustache and the hair? Because <laughs> like... It works. Yeah, it works pretty well, right? I'm sure that it, it was an easy... Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, hey, we're, we're doing this bit. I do love the Beatles scene as, in this as well. Yes, that's my number six. My number six is another comedy. Uh, yeah, well, like we were saying, I think this is Probably if I go through decades, at least in modern times for sure, I would yeah. I would put money on this is the one that's going to, uh, you know. Stand out. Stand out for me. Uh, it's super bad. You talked about it earlier. Oh, nice. I think this is one of the best coming-of-age comedies of, mm-hmm. of all time for sure. Uh, great cast. Everybody's on fire. On fire. And it, it's kind of the height um, uh, of the Apatow. Mm-hmm. Uh, machine before it kind of got too bloated. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and it still feels kind of trim and 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 works. So yeah, that, that's my number six. Awesome. I never thought I would have the most serious list out of you guys. <laughs> was, I, I actually really like this movie for comedies. Like even Knocked Up is good. Yeah, like, it's good. Yeah, I think other yeah. than nine and ten, all my movies are serious. Yeah. Uh, my number five is Gone Baby Gone. Nice. I yeah. actually just. Switched around my three to five. Yeah, it's okay. Um, You're allowed. It's your list, man. Yeah, anyways, Gone Baby Gone. This has been Affleck's debut film. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was surprised how far that this was on a rewatch. I think no one gets that gritty side, that realism of Boston like Ben Affleck does. I, I believe that he actually kind of lived this, the characters, all this, the characters in the background. The extras have to be from Boston, right? They have to be. Like, there's no way you would find... Well, they're actually shooting it in Boston. Yeah. Like, yeah, like all the, yeah, all the background people, those are real yeah. people for sure. They're not actors. Yeah, it, it's just, uh, I think there's great acting from everyone um, in there. Casey Affleck, Ed Harris, mm-hmm. uh, um, of course, um, who is it? Is it I, think Ed, I, I think Ed Harris gets kind of of overlooked in this one a lot of yeah, times. Yeah, there's, quite a, good there's a great speech uh, between him and Casey Affleck later on in the movie that I think is mm. pretty incredible. Is that when he's drunk? Uh, yeah, and he's kind of telling him about like... Yeah, what, what's happening? Like, who kills the fuck that you killed this yeah. person? Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, and it, I think it does like a lot of twists and turns, but I don't think it feels ridiculous. Like, I think it all kind of makes sense, yeah. and uh, it kept me, even on the second viewing, I was trying to remember where it's all going to go um, yeah, I, I think, again, it's not my favorite Ben Affleck film. I like where he goes from this, but mm-hmm. I think it's an incredible... A, a, a debut film? Debut from, like, a guy insane. that everyone kind of hated for a bit there, yeah. and he kind of became a And then they hated joke. him again. Yeah. Oh, do they? Well, not anymore. Oh, okay. He's come back again. Yeah. <laughs> He'll, you know... He, this kind of a tumultuous slave slip of Hollywood shows how great Ben Affleck actually is. Like, he's a director, he's an actor, like... Well, he wrote the screenplay, yeah. too. Yeah. And, and, well, Goodwill Hunting, uh, I guess, was him and Damon, like... Well, yeah, I think everyone always assumed it was Matt Damon, yeah. and like, Matt 
Ben Affleck's a joke. He can do this. Yeah. And then he came out with this where he wrote the screenplay with or co-wrote it and then did the director. Well, I think the other, the other thing with Good Will Hunting is everybody knew that Damon started the script and then they yeah. started working on it together mm-hmm. and, and also had, um, you know, a, a bunch of Robin Williams kind of help. And, yeah. Uh, Kevin Smith. This, this proved that he's got... Uh, and, and, and Damon's... Matt Damon said that a million times. Like, he's the guy who want to talk about movies more than anybody in the world. I think he's brilliant. And he was saying mm-hmm. this for years and years yeah. and years um, to try to... Because they're, they're actually friends. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they yeah. grew up in the ranks together, right? Yeah, like, yeah well, it was... He's a little bit older than... Matt Damon's mom was like an acting coach or like a, a manager. And I think they got Ben Affleck doing some TV shows. You or like kind of get the impression that Ben Affleck grew on the streets. I'm not saying like he was like... You know, but yeah. I, I get the impression he kind of now as, at sixteen he had an agent. Okay, yeah. so don't get too yeah. bootstrappy. Well, I, either about way, him. he's really fucking good at uh, yeah. Hey, listen, showing the the at least to me it feels like the real side of Boston, and I don't know. You don't get that in a lot of films. I, when I was watching this, you kind of feel like okay, that's probably. what I it think would it's be pretty. Like. Cl- I don't necessarily think it's like The Wire, but it's yeah, yeah, it's up there though. Like that, that yeah. one scene in the bar, like when they're playing like Kino in the afternoon, yes. like that is so goddamn tense. And it shows like Casey Affleck is a badass in this man. Like he, well, we didn't talk about him in Oppenheimer yeah. on the last episode. Yeah. Casey Affleck, Affleck has one scene in Oppenheimer, oh, and he, he fucking aces it. He is terrifying. Terrifying. And he doesn't do anything. Like he just has a speech, and you're like. You There's a couple twitches in guy. his face when he doesn't like the right answer, and it's yeah. like, holy fuck, this guy will kill well, I you. I thought yeah. he was like removed from Hollywood, but I guess he's back because he had some oh, yeah. trouble. No one actually gets removed from Hollywood. Yeah. There's no... I love the cancel you, culture. The, the guy's go got that country it. song, and he's like... He's, got, he's, he's at his concert, and he's like... Cancel culture is real, and then the next day they announce song number two on the Billboard charts. Mel Gibson, well, I guess he, he kind of came back with uh, a little bit, but ha- yeah. yeah, and I think also I still Mel, feel like he's been kind of. I think he's just a crazy person that can't actually get like yeah. some of the conversation you have where he calls people up and he's like, "We're gonna make this movie." And then, and then they're like, oh, well, I had this uh, like dream last night. And he's like, you had that dream? That's fucked up, man. And then he hangs up the phone or doesn't get, like, <laughs> he's, he's so uns- good, though. He's yeah. unstable. Yeah. I, I, I guess genius and might. He, and and I, there's, there's a bunch of stories where people meet him and like, I, like people meet Tom Cruise and go, yeah, he's kind of weird and whatever. But you know he's like going to get the job done. People meet Mel Gibson and go, ah, I feel like things go bad. He might murder me. <laughs> Hmm. Like he's supposed to be, like there's so many stories. I get on the Instagram reels, you get all these weird Tom Cruise stories, and there are a lot of them are really great. Yeah, but he's like he's not a normal person. He's a he's he's yeah. an obsessive, almost psychotic sort of person. But mm. everybody's stories about him are just like, yeah. So Matt Damon tells the story. So I meet Tom Cruise, and I'm excited about the new Mission Possible. He's going up the the hill, uh, or going up the uh, the hill. He's going to drive off a motorcycle. That's cool. But also that when he was in the tower, I wanted to ask him about that because I'm afraid of heights. And he goes, well, look here. That we're uh, So how we did it was basically, well, it started. There was a safety guy, and I asked him, like, uh, how can we do this? And he says, you can't. You can never do this. So then, the next day, with my new safety guy, <laughs> right? Like, that, there's a, like that's not yeah. right. But all, the, I occasionally, so I get all this actor but, stuff. But that, 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 that kind of enthusiasm has got to be so infectious, totally. right? Like, like, he's like, he's like, this is the beginning of the story, yeah. like this in-depth story about how he tells the, this. Where Gibsons are always like a little bit 
darker and hinge or he says something and someone's like, and that's when I left the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's still like a mad genius, so I think he's still so fucking good. I don't know. Anyway, this isn't Mel Gibson. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. We're, 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 we're all derailed and whatnot. You just did your number five? Yeah. My number five is a gem. First time watch. Michael Clayton. This movie blew me the fuck away how good it was. Both like, of these are honorable mentions for me. Yeah. They didn't quite make my list, but I, I really like them. It almost feels like um, a throw. Both of these are kind of like throwback pictures as well. Mm, like I, I, This could have been, but instead of like a, a being about major corporations in the 70s, it would have been about like, I don't know, like a, a rich family. But like he has taken on major corporations, and it is so or cool, Or it would have been major corporations in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah I guess so. Yeah, there's a bunch of those yeah, in the I guess 70s. Yeah, mercury in the water and shit like that. It, but yeah, yeah, what a fantastic opening. What a fa- There's one scene where like the gotcha scene at the end where he actually like yeah. gets something that's like, what a fantastic Ted scene! Like he has this great speech. Like I'm not the guy you kill. I'm the fucking guy you pay off. And you're too fucking stupid to realize that. Like that's why yeah. you're never gonna do this. Like, no, it's it's uh it's really good. Like yeah, this was mm-hmm. this was close for me. Like this the the uh this and Gone Baby Gone. Like I I originally I had Gone Baby. I don't know if did you guys do this when you were making your when we started this like put stuff that you thought yeah, were yeah, going to be yeah, in your yeah, top yeah, ten yeah. And, and start kind of formulating like I I started like throwing movies into once I remember being great yeah and gone I never see Michael Clayton as well and it was a great first time mm-hmm. watch but Gone Baby Gone was one I had and then it just kind of slowly dipped it just went a, a little bit. Like we talked about Eastern Promises, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. Eastern Promises went uh, down, but where uh, Eastern Promises was originally went down to where Gone Baby Gone was uh, originally, and then Gone Baby D- Gone just went down to where mm-hmm. Michael Clayton is now, which is a very good place. <laughs> yeah, Again, this yeah, yeah. is an incredible year. I'm telling you, fantastic year. I think like we did 85, and 85 is another solid year, but I think I think I probably that God, baby, God, Michael Clayton didn't make your list. It shows you how insane this year is, yeah, it's right? A, like, it's a again, year. I just can't believe that you have the more fun list than me. Yeah. Because you have, you have two comedies. Did you have Superbad and, not, and, uh, and Hot, Hot Fuzz? And Hot Fuzz. Yeah. yeah. Might be more fun. Yeah. yeah. Might be more fun coming up. So my number five is a fucking really fun movie. Walk Hard? No, it's not, <laughs> not Walk Hard. Uh, it's a bizarro movie, I'll I say. I know what it is. Do you know what it is? My Winnipeg? Yeah. <laughs> so have you guys seen My Winnipeg? I, 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 I wanted to One I want to check out. Yeah, I, I can find plays, it anywhere. Like, there's like uh, uh, ghosts. There's uh, I, I frozen to, I want to check out a couple of his films. I haven't seen anything by him. I don't know if they'll work for me, but I'm curious. He is basically... He's so Canadian, he's, right? He's a Canadian guy. Yeah. I think he's you know, one of our greatest filmmakers ever. He starts off with the frozen horses, right? That's a, a, a part of it. So okay. basically, this the only part of this movie that I don't really enjoy is actually the beginning of this movie, and I forgot about that. And the the backstory of this, I didn't get to talk about this on the podcast because I just watched it mm-hmm. um, last week. And the story is a docu, uh, the documentary channel reached out to him and said, will you make a documentary for us? Yeah. And it was kind of like when he made the Dracula movie where the ballet reached out to him, and he's yeah. like, I don't do these things. Yeah. Like, I don't make documentaries. I Like, he says, it seems tedious. I'm going to have to look at all this footage or yeah. whatever. And then all of a sudden, he realized there is no absolute truth. 
so in documentary, you you're basically cobbling together all this footage and you're telling your truth. So you why can I take the stories of Winnipeg, his hometown, and where he's lived up until I think you know maybe a decade ago, mm-hmm. um, full time? Why can't I take these stories that are true, family stories that are are true stories about Winnipeg that no one will believe? Some of the most outrageous stories are the. F- the real stories and some of the stories that might not be true are just made up because somebody would say, ah, you remember your Uncle Joe? He worked at that place and he met that person or whatever. Yeah. Like you have all these, they never met this person. This is like... It's lies that have been told and now truth. But it opens up and, he, and it's this guy dreaming of Winnipeg because Winnipeg is supposed to have the highest percentage of sleepwalkers in the whole world. That's that's how they kind of open it up. Huh. Is that true? Is that not true? <laughs> Who knows? It's and his, again, it's how, his do, Winnipeg. how do you prove that? Yeah, you and, really and all the frozen stuff. And the only thing I don't really like, he's got this amazing aesthetic where you don't know in, in all his movies, if you're watching a silent film or you're watching something from now, like it looks incredible. All his movies look incredible. The only thing that doesn't look incredible is this train thing. And this was the first thing I ever saw of Guy Madden when it came out in 2007. And I remember instantly being like, I don't know, this kind of looks hokey. And what I've, I, I looked. I watched all the bonus features of this one, and I guess he had to reshoot to give a little bit of context because he had he hadn't he thought he had planned it perfectly where he wouldn't have to do this tons of documentary footage. Well, he had, and now he needed something to revolve around. So it's this guy kind of dreaming. It's him dreaming of all Winnipeg, but he wants to escape Winnipeg. But there's all these amazing vignettes, vignette after vignette after vignette of these. Sometimes hilarious, heartbreaking, totally fucking insane kind of mm. stories that take place. I lo- once once it's off and running, I fucking love this movie. You're in it, eh? I'm I'm in it, and there's nobody else. Maybe uh, again, uh, Rankin, that guy Rankin, who was also from Winnipeg, who made 21st Century, is the only guy. What's in the water in Winnipeg that's even working remotely in the space and maybe just has been so influenced because yeah uh, like I think Guy Madden's 60 or something now so he's been around forever um yeah like it could be the isolation too right like isolation does breed this weird creativity totally and and like it opens up and they're they're talking about where these two rivers come together and it's the forks and it's the lap and then it slowly dissolves into like a woman's like like <laughs> nethers, nether regions, like the lap, the forks. Like this guy does really. He's not afraid of perversity either, and making jokes out of like sexual, like taboos, or mm. uh, he, he he just he's willing to go out there and and really what his subconscious is thinking. If he's got a thing in his head, he's gonna try to bring it out there. Similar to Lynch, but these are not Lynchian mm-hmm. movies. They're his own thing. So, anyways, that's my number number five. Cool. I think the only movie I didn't talk about on the podcast. Yeah. Just throw this out there. We have not all had a pick yet, which is crazy. Oh, yeah. That's weird. Um, Now, I have a feeling this one will be on both your lists. Okay. And you guys are going to hate me for having it this low. My number four, The Coen Brothers. No Country. Oh, yeah. For old men. Um, Yeah. I I like this movie. I know this is most people is probably Mm -hmm. number one. It's usually this or there, there will be blood. I still, or is, yeah. This movie's incredible. It's great. Um, wh- what's the actor's name? Uh, Javier Har- Bardem. Bardem as uh, Anton Chigurh. Yeah, 
one of, one of the greatest. One he of the might be villains. one of the greatest villains. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's the scene with the coin. There's yeah. there's a lot of great scenes. I love how the, what they do with silence in this. Yeah, this movie. it works so well. Um, Josh Brolin is great in it. It, it, it. It's just fantastic. I have little problems with it. Um, I feel like some of Tommy Lee Jones scenes, you know, maybe drag on a little bit for me. I still stand by, and I know it's like some people love it, some people don't. Yeah. I don't love the finale of Josh yeah. Brolin, how that goes down. Um, it's a choice, and you're mm. either going to love it or hate it. Um, but yeah, it's one of those movies you watch and you're like, this. It's like there will be blood. You watch and like this is something special. Yeah, I knew it the first time I'd seen. It. I think this might be my first Cohen Brothers Wait, movie. You had not seen Fargo? No, I what, think Big I saw Lebowski. Doctor. Did I see? Or I'm, Brother, where art thou? No, I still haven't seen that actually. Which oh, is crazy, wow. which is crazy because yeah. George Clooney, I fucking love. Yeah. I, I've owned it for the longest time. That might be. It. I know we need to do a Coen Brothers movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's probably next. Um, no, Fargo, I saw after. And Big Lebowski, I might have saw Big Lebowski. Yeah. I feel like we watched it in high school. I didn't. I didn't like Big. Like I think oh, it was really? one of one of my high or like one yeah. of my longtime friends at the time lent me the movie. Mm. He's like, "This is incredible." Watching, I'm like, I'm, "This is not for me." Mm-hmm. I went back and rewatched it. Now Big Lebowski's top 100 for me. It's fucking incredible. I love Big Lebowski. I didn't get yeah. it the first time. Um, but this might have been... I, I don't know. It might I actually don't know if in 97, as a 13-year-old kid, if I got Le- Big Lebowski. Yeah. I, 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 you get it, because like, this movie's about bowling. This is awesome. I like, think I got yeah. it on like uh, a superficial you got level, it, right? but I, like, I didn't get how get great it, it was. Yeah. I don't think it was until... like forums and and podcasts that i started mm. you know when i'm forced to watch okay this movie is everyone's talking about yeah. i start checking, like i was the guy i was watching like mummy and like yeah right. the mummy return whatever the blockbuster movie was you know these type of movies weren't my thing i was watching steven seagal van damme yeah um so i probably would have ignored coen brothers at the time but yeah anyways this movie's fucking incredible so I, I think everyone's seen, there's so many great sequences um yeah a little side would would what would be the number one Cohen for you? Bigger Blows. Yeah. I, again, I yeah. still need to see a lot of their big titles, which is why mm. we should do a big uh, a Cohen Brothers story month. But Big Lebowski is one that, like, you, you that's did, one of those right? films every time. Like, it, yeah, that movie is incredible. Mm-hmm. I, it is a stack. But Fargo's fucking good too, right? I actually really like I, Inside Lou and Davis. Is, yeah, is, oh yeah, that's uh, fantastic. But this film is really good too. But, I, I yeah. think they open up like. I I I was reading a forum where someone made Blood Simple their number yeah. one, their first, and I and I read it now, and I just I'd watched it like was Crime Wave their first? No, Crime Wave they didn't direct. Oh shit! Sam I think Raimi. that's when you know when you have a great director when like you can have ten different people, ten ten people in a room, yeah. and every ten every person the, the, could have the, a favorite there's different an argument, and for you all could of be them. like, okay, yeah. I can't argue, and it's that. not playing the contrary. No, like yeah. there's yeah. Spielberg, Carpenter, there's certain guys like yeah. that where it's like, yeah, I can't argue that. Nolan, I think right? Brothers, like, yeah, and Nolan. Nolan. Um, yeah, that, t- even Tarantino, you could argue. Yeah. Th- that's when you know, to me, in my opinion, ever, it's not like, oh, it's got to be this movie or this movie. Yeah. It's like there's there's, there's so a ca- great, yeah, great there's movies. occasionally stuff that like gets in canon in the history of stuff. But even yeah. you go back, and now you guys know you've watched a lot of uh, Hitchcock movies, for instance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's like, rightfully so, some like top pop pop, but like they yeah. almost overshadow. He's another guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. everything but now you can kind of see like 
There's 10 or 15 that if somebody told me that was their favorite Hitchcock. You couldn't argue, well, there's right? a reason like, I think Hitchcock is the director we've covered the most. I think how yeah. many volumes have we we did? Yeah, how many months so have we many. dedicated to at least three? Uh, uh, not on this one. I think two on. Two on this one? Two okay. on, on. We'll, we'll, we'll probably do uh, another Hitchcock event. Yeah, we didn't but, do a um, Hitchcock this year, but maybe. Uh, next year. We had too much going on. Yeah. Hey, man. That's what it is. Anyways, my that's my number, number four. Number four for Maddie is There Will Be Blood. <laughs> what a fucking great movie, man. Yeah. Like, it is such a special experience to like check out this movie. Like, again, if this was on the big screen, you were right. I would watch this again. There's few movies that, like, the minute it ends, you could watch it right away. I think out this of is one of them, all the movies uh, of this year, and this is not giving away what I actually think is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. If somebody gave me one movie, you can only watch one movie yeah. ever again on the big screen. It's There Will Be Blood. Um, yeah, it, it, it's great. It's scoping. It's and it's it just like it, there's just so many aspects to that. I love quiet moments yeah. in theater as well, mm-hmm. where everybody's yeah just fucking yeah. locked. I remember seeing that one for the first time. Yeah, like when it went back, goes back down, and some of those scenes where Daniel Day Lewis is just fucking simmering. Basically, there's oh, a table scene so right where good. where he thinks guys are making fun of him, but they're just they're not. Yeah. They're like they're over. They, they think they, he's, they don't care. Right? They think like, he's an eccentric, but they don't yeah. actually care. Mm-hmm. It's so silent, and it, yeah. it's mm-hmm. so you're so fucking tense, and the whole room was so tense. And then you got the fucking Johnny Greenwood yeah. crazy score that yeah. comes up. It's a horror score. Yeah, it's, yes. it's so good. I I think this might be the first film that I saw that had those quiet time moments where, like, the mm. first ten minutes, there's like yeah, no score, no dialogue, it's just like him doing his thing. And then when it hits, I mean, I, another Coen Brothers that they did. What's that movie they did for Netflix? The the Western one. Oh, Ballad uh, about yeah. I think that's another one that has a really great where it's yeah. just a guy panning for gold. Um, yeah. Tom Waits. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, yeah. I don't know. This is the film though that started my love. I, I love mm. quiet moments where no score. Give me ten minutes and just let me just watch these people do their work. Yeah. Michael Mann does some of that, but he usually has a score. But Thief mm. is another one. Like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, my number four, Maddie talked about it already. Uh, walk hard, nice. Uh, yeah, you have a silly list this year. Yeah, but you, uh, you have three comedies, but, right? but also there's like like my Winnipeg and. Uh, uh, well, but isn't my minute Winnipeg kind of a comedy? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a it's a silly movie. Wow, yeah. yeah. There's four. it's a very silly movie. Like it's weird. <laughs> yeah. But my Winnipeg is a silly movie. There's like mm. old timey like ghost of hockey still playing in this arena. Oh and, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like it's just filled with gags. That movie. Mm. Uh, this movie. Is filled with gags. Front this is to like one of your favorite mm. comedies of all time, isn't it? Would it be up there? Like, I feel, I it's got to like be up there. Talk about this. Like I honestly, is, like, I, I, prob, I didn't have this. So initial list, mm-hmm. I put this in. I, I, I am shocked how high this up. Yeah, that's just crazy. watching it again, like, wow, this movie is it's genius. It's genius. It's like uh, it's absurdity is smarter than it has any right to be. If it didn't play a couple moments a little bit too on the nose. Mm-hmm. I, I uh, occasionally feel like... Now, what, what movie, what version of this do you watch? The theatrical? No, the, I, the uh, theatrical. Okay. I think the other one, this is like, actually is funny throughout, but you feel the length. It's It shouldn't mm-hmm. be that long. Yeah. Um, even though they did that on purpose to try to mimic all of the biopics because they're all too long. Mm. Yeah. But then it actually is a negative. It's a clear negative when they do that. Even though you get it's... more of the music, you get more of the songs... I'll probably watch the extended cut. 
I'd love to watch the extended cut in a theater with big fans because everyone would just be howling. Um, This movie, again, a huge bomb. No one really was talking about it. And then I started hearing it it was from a couple musicians. Mm -hmm. Oh, you haven't seen Dewey Cox? It's fucking amazing. I was like, really? I love John C. Riley. Like, but this is like, no one talked about this. And then now I've been the guy telling everyone musicians or whatever. And people come back and again it's the music the music i think is what elevates is above mm-hmm. yeah it's probably top 20 comedy at least all the time and there is a surprising a lot of heart in it as well like near the end where he's like he's playing like that last like if you're if you song, don't if you don't tear up at that last song it's it's, it's it, there's it, something wrong with you kyle it, it hits yeah, you in I'm a, a weird way <laughs> like it, it shouldn't because it's been so absurd throughout it but you're still like there's heart as well it's also is, showing just like how easy it is to manipulate people yes. but it's it's a great song yeah. too um so that's my number four uh my number three i feel like i'm just repeating maddie's list but <laughs> higher uh, my number three is uh michael clayton nice um this is a film again not is it first time watch for you too or no, no no i saw it yeah i saw it years ago and again not something i would have i think i checked out for whatever i don't know why i checked out i think i'm just yeah. a george clooney fan yeah didn't not really picked not really uh, much interest, but I just threw it on George Clooney, and I was like I was blown away by it, and uh, yeah, I watched it again and still had that effect. I don't know he's just so charming, but this yeah. is like a, just a great thriller. He's kind of like he's not a lawyer; he's the guy they call to fix the problem. Kind of like a bum too. Like he's not a bum, but he's like he's in despair. Like what you yeah, never well see, his his brother screwed him over. You never see George Clooney. Yeah. Uh, down and out, you know. Um, it, but it's got Tilda Swinton's great in so there. Sydney Pollack had the little yeah. scenes he's in. It's just this great thriller, and it, it just um, it almost feels like a throwback to the seventies. If it wasn't uh, like it's not as gritty. No, no. Mm. But it feels like that sort of movie. And I think that's why I kind of I don't know. Sometimes I'm in the mood for like I don't want to feel bad at the end of a movie. <laughs> yeah. Like this, like the way it ends, it's like fuck yeah, yeah, they won. And yeah. I know you didn't. You didn't like as much, but I really uh, dig the score in this one. I, it's mm-hmm. like an electronic score, but I don't know. I, th- I think it adds to that kind of tenseness mm. throughout. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's great. Yeah, my number three, big three, Gone Baby Gone. <laughs> yeah, what a great movie. Again, I was I agree with Kyle. Like I've watched this movie before. I have no idea where it ends. Like it's like, oh yeah, that's and it's like such a fun movie. And it's not like a stupidly intricate like, well, it's my cousin who did this and this. Yeah. Is like, oh wow, this actually logically tracks. And every character in here is a hundred percent realistic. Like you don't feel any like a. I don't want to say like a. No one feels fake in this. Like it's it's real. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Again, honorable mention for me uh, would be in my. I, I I haven't ordered my honorable mention. Just uh, at, I'll probably say this at the end, but I will put up uh, my list. I don't know if Kyle and Maddie will put their lists up on Letterboxd, yeah. uh, and then I'll share them. That'll kind of be an extended like, hey, here's my list, and here's a bunch of others, and I'm gonna try to like order some of those as well. Uh, cool. Uh, so my number three is there will be blood. Awesome. So that's a, that's the first film. That's the that first. Had. That's yeah. crazy. That is kind of insane. <laughs> I guess I was way off in my numbers. Yeah, I thought that'd be five, but yeah, I guess we can't even do four now. No, I don't think right. Uh, oh, I think we can. I think yeah. we can. If you put Walk Hard in there, we're good to go, baby. No, because you you have two. The next two could be the doubles. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I think we'll get to four, but that's just a guess. Maybe we won't. Okay. Um. 
Maddie, actually, I don't know if we will. No, we're gonna do three. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Maddie oh. fucked it up by including one as a yeah. horror film. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I'm assuming. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, let's go. What's your number? Your uh, tux. Or maybe we can. I think. I think there's still some math we can. We can. Right, do. Let's, I'm let's, predicting let's, let's three see now. What we doing? <laughs> my drunk. You went for drunk five, ass. You went my drunk ass. Yeah, Kyle three. is is down I'm, two I'm beers. I'm feeling it a bit. I don't. Yeah, yeah, uh, I don't drink that often. Anyways, we've talked about there would be blood a lot. I, again, mm. uh, I, I love this movie. This is a fucking. I'm me. surprised it's not your number one. It's mm-hmm. not my number one. Yeah, it's not my number. It's been a good year, man. It's a good year. Like this is, this top three, might be the best three or close to it if I go through the years. Close to it. Would, would this top three be in your top 100 of all All of these would be my top oh, 100. Wow. For so sure. Everything even after top three? No, I don't okay. think so. Okay. Uh, like maybe. Like mm-hmm. uh, there's yeah. arguments to be made. Uh, I think. Yeah, I but these would be I think for sure in my top 100 of all time. Mm. Um, when we do our I think they would. I think my top three maybe might be maybe. Yeah, anyway. it's hard to know. Yeah, uh, it's a lot less movies and a lot less room than you think. Uh, yeah. Kyle had mentioned this. Like we'll do a top hundred one day, and I started like putting things in there. Uh, yeah, I had well, two hundred and fifty like, movies bef- like that. Mm-hmm. We've, yeah, you can pick one year, and then there's usually like a ten. That there's you'd... three great movies yeah. that are top one hundred of all time. Mm-hmm. This this I think is like. For me, like we did 1985, and I really like 1985. Mm-hmm. In my top two, I know it would be in my top hundred. Yeah, I don't. I, I think, think I would have after that. I would have a couple. Yeah, definitely uh, yeah. a handful. Like, yeah, because Return of the Living Dead would definitely be in there. Back like, to the Future, Breakfast yeah. Club are all top one hundred. Anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah this is a yeah. <laughs> different year, but yeah. like this, this for for me is a, a really strong yeah. year, and actually stronger. I think I was so nervous about saying this year, uh, and w- when we were doing yeah. it, that I actually like. No one could read my writing, and then we had another year, and I was like, I guess that was the year I put down. Like, I was just like, I yeah. was gonna put one sort of modern year, but I knew like it might not go over well. But I was like, ah, I want to. I hated you for like a bit, but yeah, no, I, I think this, I think this is a great year. I think this is one of the best yeah. years in the past twenty years for sure. It might be the best year in the past twenty years. I think it's this twenty nineteen. Or the one, what's the one with Mad Max was a pretty good yeah twenty fifteen. I think yeah, yeah. That's a good one. that was like there's really a few there's a few really good years. Yeah. Um, Anyways, yeah, anyway. uh, of course, in 20 years, you're probably going to get a yeah. few really good years. Uh, but yeah, we talked about There Would Be Blood a lot. The score, the acting. I, I do think, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis, unfortunately, is not giving us a lot of movies. So well, you, he's retired now, right? Phantom Thread is it, he says. Oh, wow. Uh, it's crazy we're getting to the point where Tarantino's going to be doing his last year. Daniel Day-Lewis retired in the past couple of years, and now uh, Gary Oldman, I think, said he's done now Ooh. too, right? Uh, until Slow Horses end. He says okay. he'll keep playing that character because he just loves it. But he he almost it spoiled him yeah. um, uh. because it seems so perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you never know, right, mm-hmm. with people. Like, but some people do it. Cary Grant did it. Yeah. Made charade. Made one bad picture and was like, "All right, I'm, I'm never out. gonna get to make charade I really again." Like charade, <laughs> no, sh- uh, charade's amazing. Oh, okay. The next movie was oh, the bad okay. picture. Okay. I can't remember what it is. Oh, so it's like, yeah, all right. I, I've hit my peak. I'm going out. Yeah, mm. like they quickly realize that, it, that it's time to go. And I don't think we mentioned about their Roby blood, but like a lot of the side characters are fucking great in it too. I, I don't remember oh, yeah. the names. I don't know the actors' names, but there's there's guys that you'll. You've seen in a lot of other mm. like the one guy Kieran that's Hines. Kind of his partner is that yeah Kieran, Kieran Hines? Hines he's really good. Um, yeah, we were just talking about Kieran Hines and something else the other day. Mm. Uh, I think a movie you had 
you'd yeah. maybe watch somewhere. But like Kieran Hines is a great character mm. actor that he, that's in a, a million million awesome movies. So my number ten two sorry ten my number two. Uh, this is crazy that this is my number two because this is probably not what people think of me. They when they think my choices. The assassination yeah. of Jesse James oh, wow. by the coward. Robert so that's Ford. three, right? No, that's only two, isn't it? That's oh, my that's only two. two. Okay. Um, yeah, because you didn't have it. Uh, yeah, this is just like a three-hour movie. Yeah. There's not really much action. It, there's a, a train robbery, and that's pretty much it, right? And that's so that's fucking, early. Yeah, so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just I don't. That's know, a man. great train robbery. It's Every fantastic. once in a while, you get these movies that like normally aren't my thing, but they, like Terrence Malick is not something yeah. you would probably think of when you think of me with my movie choices. But like, I love Tree of Life and Thin Red Line, um, and this is one that again. I don't know, man. The first time I saw this movie, it just, it was something special. It was just it fucking one of the, it's gorgeous. Like you said, I think not only is it one of Brad Pitt's best roles, I think Casey Affleck, you could argue, yeah. is one yeah. of his best performance performances. And uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just something about the score this movie. is great too. And- the score mm. is fucking incredible. Just the way it ends, like it's depressing, but it's- there's, I, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those films that uh, everything about it is just, is special to mm-hmm. me, and I can't really explain why. Um, it just connected with me on some weird level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, that's a shocker to me that it'd be so high up, but I guess it's, I, it's a great movie. Yeah. What's your number two, Matt? My number two is Eastern Promises. That's three. three. Yeah, we've already Did talked you, about you this movie. That, right? Yeah, okay. I, I love this movie. I want a sequel. Like, I might be the only one, but I think this movie deserves a sequel. Like, how fucking cool would that be? Like, 20 years later, like. Where are all these people? Maybe on one hand, yes, and then one. Yeah, 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 I know, no. but like, <laughs> I got, like I got a big thing, no, like, but uh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it could be amazing though. They haven't like, been working out lately. The, yeah, the fair enough, but I, I feel like that you could easily. I just do like this. our. I, I I agree. Yeah, your mind kind of goes, "Where is Vigo? Yeah. What is he going to do?" Got it, and, right? Like and this movie ends. It's so open ended, but it's like such a. I think I would be down with a sequel if they did something completely different. It's like it's no film. Well, it maybe yeah. be no. I I think maybe same writer, but do like a completely uh, different style. Like maybe do more of a mafia type movie, yeah. which this isn't, right? Like do do a completely different tone and genre, even mm-hmm. um, with that character. If it's something completely different, maybe. But yeah, hey, hey, who, okay. Anyways, yeah. I just want to see hang out with these characters more. I love the story so much. I love the uh, look of this movie. I love the feel of this movie. Like, yeah, it, it's a special movie. Like. I uh, th- this was, I thought this was going to be a four way bloodbath. Yeah. With the next two movies I'm going to talk about, um, and and uh, and there will be blood, mm-hmm. and it just there was something that wasn't quite there, but it's so mm-hmm. fucking good. Like honestly, for that movie to be what was this it? low eight on my list on this year? What a great this year, year is fucking crazy yeah. good, right? Like yeah, we haven't had. Did that. you have Jesse James on your list? Yes, and Maddie yeah. did. So we have that three. Okay, we do have three. Okay, yeah. so that's yeah. why I went three. We got oh, okay. three, man. Okay. Stop yeah. being so drunk. <laughs> Usually by the time we're that's in this, cool, episode, man. I'm so drunk. beers, baby. I like you drunk. Keep it going. Yeah, you're having a great time. Yeah. No, it, it's, it's fun. Honestly, isn't it relieving though? We've been. Working. What do you mean being drunk? Well, that <laughs> yeah, is yeah, always yeah. relieving. It is kind of like like a celebration. Like we made it through, guys. Oh seven, we did it. Well, it's a lot of work to do yeah. these. I lists. think the key of to have fun with these lists is like you know what I don't necessarily love the films you do and that's mm-hmm. okay you know what i mean like yeah i think it's like if you start like fuck why did you have that movie on like who cares something you connect we with have that the film e- and we some have level. the episodes before yeah when you talk about for me to nitpick now yeah. it's just what you love but, but it yeah. just shows you you know what i mean like 
movie films are, are an art, and I'm not going to get too deep or anything because I'm drunk. <laughs> but uh, you know what I mean. It, it, I think that's what's beautiful about like the show is that you know you can watch like something like Superbad or, or Walker and get something mm-hmm. out of it that I didn't get. You know what I mean? Like I, I don't know. Totally. Yeah. I like comedy especially is something like what you find funny but yeah I don't know that, that's what's fun about these episodes if we all had the same top 10 that would be a fucking boring show oh for sure it would it, well at this point it might be not we'd be probably like <laughs> what the fuck yeah, 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 yeah. we might be losing our yeah. minds yeah that might be actually kind of fun but like, like when I first was bust. doing this uh, you know a lot of people don't understand why you'd wanted to sit around and chat about movies and chat about movies because it's so much fun <laughs> but it's so much fun and I, I love doing it and I always love doing to, it with you guys and you get to learn people's tastes like I, I would mm. say Adam is more of a serious guy but we're kind of like this fucking episode we've you four are, comedies and you are flipped because you're more of like a samurai yeah, like, sword than like so a it like just a shows you I mean again it just shows you films connect with you different ways yeah. there's I different mean? depths and yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. anyways I, I, yeah I agree like uh, that's why I always like talking, you know, even when Maddie first joined the band and, and mm. you know, I don't, I know him, but I don't know him that well. And then you kind of start talking about movies a little bit, right? And I start yeah. talking about movies and yeah, I know this one, you know that one. There's some like shorthand that, that appears and then, man, we're ruining the house you live in by practicing <laughs> upstairs all the time. And But then I come down and you're watching the uh, abdominal abdom- Mr. Fibs or whatever. I'm like, this is cool. Like, what the fuck is this? And we would talk yeah. about these things. Where before, I would go in the room and you'd have some box set of like, I don't know, like the new Spider-Man movie, and I'd be yeah. like, God, I hate but this it, goddamn movie. It does movie. show you, usually you can find some common ground. No matter what your different tastes are, yeah, you can be artistic. You can be into shitty, badly made movies. Yeah, there's gonna be those films that like it's like it, it works for everyone. You know and, what I mean? It's, and I don't know if I've ever mentioned this, but the the reason why originally I thought about doing this when you you guys had your old podcast and you asked me to come on, and I was like, one, I'm thinking about time and thinking about what to do it. But then I'm, I remember talking to Kyle at one of your parties, and we were talking about some su- superhero movies or something that was going on that I didn't like. And then Kyle was just kind of talking about what he liked about them, and it was kind of infectious. It was just per- people that loved... Cinema. Cinema. And then he was asking about stuff I had seen, and clearly, like, you hadn't heard of anything that I was talking about, but you were really interested because it just was, like, two guys that love movies and 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 got things out of it that shape our lives and whatever. Mm-hmm. Not to get too sappy here. No, but it's. I know. I feel like we're all, we're all gonna have a <laughs> yeah, yeah, here. You guys need to get drunk on the podcast more often because uh, uh, this is amazing. <laughs> Two thousand seven. Bring us all together, man. Hey, six months of work will do that. And yeah. and, and really like. It is though. It is fun. Like again, and I know we we put each other through shit that maybe it's not a thing. But like, I kind of like that. You know, I'm not gonna like everything I watch because of this podcast. But I yeah. also find so many films. Although you would never that watch. I would never have watched. And I think we're getting I mean? better at that as we have to do the podcast longer and longer and longer. Mm-hmm. Like one of the first times I guessed like. This is still the joke, but we, the first year I think I did a top ten list with you guys. You guys. I thought like we're going to get like almost physical over bore. <laughs> and I went, well, this is not as interesting, but is extra interesting. Yeah, yeah. You can't when you do this so often, you can't let it go, right? Yeah. Like you you have to say your opinion cuz that's why why we're yeah. doing this, right? Like mm-hmm. if we were just like, "Oh yeah, you like that?" I uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that yeah. wasn't 
Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> worst movie I've ever seen. Next to you, Manny. What do you watch? Like you gotta. I do love a good fight. argument. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. I, I, you, there was a ball busting. That's kind of fun too, right? Totally. Like, so Anyways, what, what was your, what you're, we at? No, we're at number two for Matty. Oh, you, uh, number two? oh Eastern Provinces. No, it's, it's number it's two for you, yeah, right? Yeah, that's so he's finished. So number two for me um, is Zodiac. Oh, David Fincher's Zodiac. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, Matty doesn't have this on his list because he's stupidly... I, I put it on my horror list because, uh, yeah, yeah. I, look, at, look at all these great movies I got to talk about. I know. I, I that's true. Yeah. You, you, did, you did get... I, yeah. I'm kind of jealous. You squ- squeezed in yeah. another movie or two. Um, yeah, this is... Him being as exacting as ever in his process. Oh, good. Like, it's uh, such a uh, b- 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 detailed movie. Like, just watching this, you feel like you're a detective with these guys. Mm-hmm. And you see also, you know, how we kind of almost romanticize, and this has kind of almost been president of, of what happened since 2007 with True Crime, mm-hmm. where everyone thinks now they can be a detective. Yeah. And it just... It ruins this guy's life as it must ruin lots of people's lives because you don't have the equipment to do this. This, though, shows that maybe no one has the equipment to do this, right? Like, very brilliant people. Um, losing their brain, losing their family, losing their lives. Like uh, This is a movie that, in digital that looks fantastic. We've mm-hmm. talked about mm-hmm. a bunch of directors going to that road, whether it's Michael Mann or uh, you know, you know, a bunch of other directors that I've felt it's hindered them in in terms of how their movies look. This looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I would want to be that actor doing your 160th <laughs> yeah, take, take. But, uh, but you know what? All, all the actors are killing the it. Results like, are there. And Robert Downey, Downey Jr. Jr. Are like God it. damn right. Like we were talking about Oppenheimer last uh, week, but like Oppenheimer last week, like <laughs> God damn, like he is. We should have a actor. swear jar yeah, for yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm the one that stirred that because I don't know. Uh, you, you definitely. Now that I've seen the movie, though, I know what it is, and you apparently have reverted. No, to it's hard movie. when you get something in your head. It's yeah. it's like you I'll I'll say someone's name wrong once. They're like, actually, my name is whatever. There's someone named your name will never be Tara or Tara. I'm going to fuck it up all the time. Like, well, what? What about uh, Greg or Craig? My my I'm going wife. To fuck it up. Yeah, uh, Tommy or Tommy. <laughs> Tommy? No. Uh, t- uh, Tamara or Tamara? Oh yeah. Do you know what her name is? No idea. I've never called her any of them. <laughs> her name's not Tammy. It, it's it's. Uh, uh, I don't know if you're fucking with. No, me. no. It's it's Tamara. Oh wow. That's her legal name. I didn't know that. For the audience that like is really interested in what my wife's name is, I have known her for probably around sixteen years. I've never called her her full name. Yeah, probably sixteen years. So does she prefer that we call her? Should we start calling her? No, Tammy. Okay. She uh, with, Tammy with, uh, with an I. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's just forget about the two thousand seven. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let's get into names. <laughs> number number uh, one. Number one for me. Um, no one's surprised. You just talked about yeah. it. Uh, Zodiac. Nice. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I know this is, I mean, David Fincher's done a lot of fucking great movies. This is probably my favorite David Fincher film. Yeah. This, this is another one of those close. movies that like I fucking loved. It's like three hours long and kind of like Heat, when it ended, I was like, God. I, I would kind of want to watch yeah. it again because I missed something. And I've talked about it before, but there's very few films. I watch this and I'm like, no, like I can put all these clues together. I'm gonna figure I can do out this. who the killer. I mean, <laughs> just, the, just by watching a movie, you can figure I mean, it the, out. The right? Blu-ray has some great making ups and mm. everything that goes in that too. But yeah, like you feel like the the making ups are yeah. incredible. Mm. But David Fincher, he went 
to the actual where that crime happened yeah. and recreated every little detail. If this tree was in here at this time and it was growing this much, like he went to the smallest little details. He's like, we've heard about, like you mentioned, like a Kubrick at times, maybe not as fucking, yeah. Yeah. but he's pretty fucking close where he'll do, if he feels 200 takes or whatever it is to get that performance, he gets every little detail in the background. There's a reason why we thing. don't have Mindhunter season three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, um, <laughs> But, and as Manny mentioned, I mean, I don't consider it a horror, but when we talked about it, if I'm yeah. talking the scariest scenes right. of 2007, it might be the scenes from Zodiac. It, that movie, like, fucking frightened me. Mm-hmm. I watched it back and, like, you feel, I don't know, it's fucking scary. It is spooky, it's right? It's scary that this is a real thing. It's scary that this uh, person was never found. Zodiac now is on that list, and I, I'm not a serial killer guy. I don't care about true crime as much, but, like, Jack the Ripper... Zodiac and maybe the the Texas what's from uh, Town the Dread. Oh, uh, Texarkana. Those three. There's some yeah. kind of weird. Even though they're real killers, and I don't want to like mm-hmm. uh, wor- worship them anyway. But there's like the mythology behind them, the fact that these people were they never become caught, larger than life, and after they have kind of like a Jason Voorhees. They kind of have like. The <laughs> but way I, they I, I think it does, you know, put a little bit of a warning for mm. for true crime. Yeah. I don't I like I think true crime and 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 I actually think there's comfort in there for a lot of people. I'm I'm not discrediting any of that at all. Mm-hmm. But there's a warning if you go too deep. Mm-hmm. If you go too deep into that, you become obsessive. You become obsessive and what does that do? What how does that feed into you? Mm-hmm. There there's just something about those three that their look is almost like an iconic horror look. Yeah. You know, I mean, you think of Jack the Ripper, you know the yeah. look even though we've never he was never caught Zodiac, you think of the mass text star, you know what I mean? Like maybe Gacy who has the fucking creepy clown look, but yeah. most serial killers are but you, regular people. What this guy's about, conning the police. What, what sucks about Gracie is he never actually used a clown as like a to kill him. Yeah. He just wasn't like that seems like less spooky. Like if he was like dressing up as a clown and like murdering boys, it'd be like, But okay, I will that's say spooky. like when I don't think you've seen Mindhunter, right? Mm-hmm. No. Oh yeah, like it's good. and also it shows how terrifying and I think this movie does that as well. Uh, two, mm-hmm. it's just a normal human being. Yeah, that's who makes who kills these people. Ed Kemper is Ed Kemper so good. in that. The guy who plays him, Cameron Britton, I think is one of my favorite actors. That's a young actor because everything he is in, he's like, oh, this guy is the best thing in this. Like, even what's that shitty one inside of Hamilton? Um, yeah. What, what's it, the, uh, the Hamil- uh, no, uh, yeah, the 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 guy uh, umbrella from- umbrella academy. Yes. He is the best, hands down. He's the only one I feel that's get the assignments of this show. So, it's not even just the horror mounts. As yeah. you mentioned, a lot of it is the crime. It's the acting. You have some of the best performance from Robert Downey Jr. Um, fuck, who else? Jake Gyllenhaal is actually Jake great. Gyllenhaal, like, like, yeah. And um, uh, Mark Ruffalo is great mm-hmm. in it as well. But it, you see how the obsession takes over their lives and ruins their lives. Like, yeah. yeah. It's just, and it goes through the times. It's just, it, it does a great, like, time period of the 70s. I think it also um, does a great uh, sense of how much time goes by. Yeah. You mm. feel like these people have lived this life. And even the, the town, though, it's not just these people. It's the fear that this this killer put in, into the, yeah, yeah, the, the city. Yeah, the um, Yeah, I don't know. It's just one of those films that, uh, I don't want to say, I never like saying perfect films, but it's like, it's I great. mean, maybe there's like little like CGI backgrounds, like the, what they do with the color. To. It's a little uh, you bit can find little early digital, yeah. yeah. You can find little nitpicks. I still think like, this looks better than a lot of digital movies now. Yeah. yeah. But I think this is the era when they started like, 
oh, we don't have to light the film this way. We can color correct it after the fact. Yeah. I feel like this is when that became a thing, and now it's like every film, and I, I, think, I have a problem with that. But like, I think in this one, it gives its own vibe, because they yeah. don't look like this one. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. almost like it's a little too early or something, and he's, it's a style. Yeah. I, I do agree. There's occasionally stuff where you'll see in the background, and you go, they had a green screen there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's but, such a small thing to nitpick yeah. it, about it this. It is again when yeah. you're trying to find nitpicks, but like yeah. the acting of all, yeah. like the this is one of those ones where like there's a hundred great actors. Elias Cote is it? Anthony um, Edwards is great in this. Yeah, um, what's Mark the guy Ruffalo. With the, what's the guy with the beard? Uh, fuck, I love that guy, and I can't think of his name. Um, oh, Beard Man. Yeah. Oh. Do you know who I'm talking about? He had like the show uh, Getting Even with Dad, which was a great show. Uh, I don't remember. Now um, that that was not who, the reference who, who, that was going to get me to know anything. <laughs> who who was he in the movie? John Carroll Lynch. No, um, no, he's the he's the potential Zodiac sorry, killer. Here, I'm gonna pull. Oh, up Brian here. Cox. No, he's great too, though. Um, <laughs> Is he like? This? He's got a beard. Donald Logue. Oh, Donald Logue. Yeah. It's just one of those movies where, like, everyone in, again. David Fincher is one of those guys that perfectly mm-hmm. casts, kind of like no one we talked about. Where, like, you know, these people might have small scenes. Everyone is going to be a great, a great performance mm. in that little scene that they're in. Um, anyways, yeah, this this is uh, amazing. It's top 100 for me of all time. I've, yeah. awesome. From the first time I saw this film, Maddie, what's your number? It goes one? up though for me too. Yeah, yeah, like it didn't. It yeah. didn't. Uh, the, the, some of these films went up or a little bit, uh, a little down. But this film, it's really amazing. hit it. Uh, number one, uh, No Country for Old Men. Same as mine. Yeah, what a fucking great. That's movie. four. Yeah, we got four. Yeah. All right. Okay. Good for us, guys. I win. <laughs> I win. Okay. That's it, guys. You can find us on Movie City Maniacs. And I guess that's four, four Maniacs, right? I think some yeah. of these we've already Yeah, I, I think. I need to figure out that list. I'll figure it out one time. Yeah, yeah I, I, I don't like that. We, we've given scores for yeah. most of this. Yeah. There's very, I think on the list, maybe only my Winnipeg we didn't talk about on the show. Yeah. Uh, shoot them up. I didn't shoot them oh, up. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Yeah, a- anyways, what a fucking great movie. Like, it starts off with that coin flip scene. I guess we've talked about this quite a bit, haven't we? Yeah, we, we, it's, mm-hmm. it's incredibly tense, but there's a humor underlying it all, all the time. Like, even the scenes you get in the corporate offense with Woody, <laughs> Woody Harrelson, Harrelson and Stephen so, Root. So good. It's, they're so fucking amazing. Again, the mm-hmm. writing is so fucking specific to every scene. You get this rhythm to the mm-hmm. movie the whole time. And that's why, like, I know this isn't Kyle's favorite thing, but that's one of the reasons in, in, uh, of many. When what happens is Josh Brolin's character happens, mm-hmm. you really feel it because the movie's been clockwork. Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, life. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Isn't. And it just fucking throws you. Like a, like a, a coin flip. Like you will. Yes, that's a, a great way to now, put it. Now, where does this fit in your guys' Coen Brothers list? Would this be uh, top tier for sure? Yeah, it's it's one or yeah. I yeah, I, I really like Big Lebowski, but I think that could be like a nostalgic kick for me as well. Like I really dug that movie in high school. Big Lebowski actually went up. I I think it's probably it, it's this Barton Fink or uh, Fargo. Mothers? Maybe. Miller's Crossing is kind of Miller's there. Crossing is yeah. top. Fu- yeah, great too. Yeah, yeah. Mil- like uh, Miller's Crossing and Barn Finker are the ones that I'm always like, oh, you haven't seen those ones. Mm-hmm. But then if you watch a, a Looney Tunes movie, you were talking about a Looney. Yeah, Racing Arizona is. Yeah, that's insane. Maybe the greatest. I ha- yeah, I haven't seen a lot of these. Uh, so I need to watch. Them. I don't know. Yeah, all that's them. such a weird <laughs> departure too, right? Like. Well, they they made Blood Simple, and then mm-hmm. they made Crime Wave. You kind of see it after Crime yeah, Wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crime Wave makes sense. Um, like, they, they wrote Crime Wave, at least, mm-hmm. or uh, produced it. But, man, they're stacked. If somebody said, 
Burn After Reading is my favorite Coen Brothers. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, I could see that. Is that Simple Man? It's not mine. That's the only one I, yeah, I probably haven't loved. But I, I need to revisit it because I love George Clooney. So. Yeah. Honestly, like, huh. uh, that one I re, the first time I, I saw it, I think I saw it in theaters, and it was just after No Country, and they were like, well, they're giving us a bunch of money again, so I'm going to. Here gonna, we go. <laughs> here we go. I'm going to make something that isn't yeah. that. And yeah. I think, like, it's so. The, the the second time I watched it, the comedy really hit me. I've been curious to watch that one and see if it's. It, there's jump. like a dildo bike commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like George Clooney makes a dildo bike and, like. <laughs> Exercise bike or something. That's all I remember about the movie. Um, Annie McDowell wants tits? Is that, is that her thing? Is it Annie McDowell in that one? No. Who is it? Isn't it Tilda Swinton? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, it's been a while. It's been, a, uh, yeah. It's also yeah. been a while. Like I, I watched it and then I rewatched that one uh, soon after. I feel like we need to do Coen Brothers. Mm-hmm. Maybe if they got a movie. Yeah, but True Grit. Yeah, True Grit's incredible. Yeah. Like I rewatched that because I was like, oh, this is kind of considered lower tier. What the fuck? Yeah, lower, this is lower tier. The Man Who Knew Too Much, which I haven't seen since I was in high school. Blew me the fuck away. That was another one. And right around the same time I saw Memento, maybe like six months after, and I was like, what the fuck is this? And I'd only seen Our Brother Were Out There in Fargo at that mm. point. And like, they're one of, you, you were talking yeah. about like favorite directors, yeah. and they're, they're clearly there because No yeah. Country for Old Men is my number one in a, a year that has. There'll be blood yeah, and Zodiac yeah, 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 yeah. and all these other the assassination of Jesse James. What are some of your guys like honorable mentions of this year? Is a question I'm yeah. wondering. I had Norbit at eleven. Uh, uh, well, well. I've never seen Norbit. I should block no. Not, the, 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 I, if I didn't see Norbit for this, I've never seen Norbit. Before the Devil Knows You're Dead was one that like yeah, oh yeah that's, that's that was on my uh, not honorable mention. Paranoid Park, uh, Gus oh, Van yeah. Sant. Juno was wasn't yeah. Juno there. was was up there it, for me. I had Juno as my this is so. I just quickly like when we had a little break started putting together what my honorable mention. Juno might be my thirty six. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how enough, great yeah. I like this year. Um, I had Paranoid Park, yeah, the Gus the Van Sands, and You the Living, the mm. the one I talked about with all the another one similar to uh, like in terms of vignettes, like Guy Mad, but a totally different vibe. Love that. Uh, the one that I, I um, Silent Light, which is, this is the one I, I wish I saw, and I, I, I tried to put it in on Sunday, and then... Just didn't. It's, it's a long one. It's, oh, it's and two hours and, like, Ooh. 20 minutes, and it's this movie that blew me away when I first saw it. It has the most gorgeous opening sequence of a sunrising in any movie ever made. It's the greatest sunrise huh. ever put to film. I feel fucking sick that I didn't watch this movie uh, for that reason, but that would have been there uh, for sure. Cool. Uh, I was actually thinking Futurama. I really dug Bender's big score, like way more than I thought I would. Oh, like, yeah, I you popped did it on. I'm like, it. is this in running? No, no, it can't be. But like, that's the one that I'm like, I'm shocked how good it was after watching The Simpsons and being really let down by. Yeah, how yeah, the Simpsons movie was. was bad. Um. Water Lilies, uh, which I talked about one of like early on this year, mm. um, that was a, a a great one. And uh, the City uh, of Sylvia, which I talked about, I'm not there in Atonement. Were mm-hmm. up there? Uh, like no, just up there in terms of. I wish I saw them yeah. again. 
Um, it's been a while since I've seen I'm Not There. Yeah. I remember loving the Tilda Twin parts, but it just kind of meanders a bit, what I remember. Or Kate Blanchett? But, oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But yeah. And no one's got Ratatouille. Yeah, I was talking to Kyle about that. I didn't get a chance to yeah, watch I, it. I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spider-Man 3? No one's putting that on the list. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of sequels that I don't even get got around to watching. I guess yeah, like Harry Potter I, was I in there. I wanted to see the Pirates. Yeah. I know everyone yeah. I remember kind of enjoying that. I and the Bourne. Bourne yeah. could have been. For me, Time Crimes, which you had as your horror, yeah. was there for me. Juno. Um, Death Sentence, which I think is a James yeah, Wan. James Wan. Like, pretty much remaking yeah. Death Wish. It is Fucking dark and speaking bleak. of brutal movies, that is a brutal There's goddamn movie. There's some great, movie. great action sequences. Great, mm. it's really well directed. There's some really mm. great set pieces in that one. Um, you guys are gonna fucking stone me for this one, but I enjoy Fred Claus with Vince Vaughn. <laughs> I've a, never seen Fred Claus. It's pretty much Vince Vaughn doing Vince Vaughn in a Christmas movie. So I, I yeah. liked that at the time. Um, I didn't get a chance to revisit though, so I don't know if it would hold up. Um, Darjeering Limited was kind of oh, up yeah. there. That was a weird one. I, I watched that this week. I'm like, ah, I like this movie. But yeah. it wasn't like, oh my God, this is a great movie. No, another guy like Wes Anderson yeah. where you could, yeah. someone could argue that that's their favorite yeah. Wes Anderson. There's probably points. Yeah. Like I saw someone that, uh, or no, it wasn't, it was one of the guest uh, yeah, bloggers. And they had it on there and they said, I have, I have two brothers. I know what it's like. And I go, yeah. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, have two brothers. Sense. so maybe It's one of those ones it. I've been thinking about, even if I didn't necessarily yeah. blow me away. And then the last one, I know you did not like this that much, but I did end up watching The Man from Earth. Yeah. I liked it. It definitely has a TV film, kind of like it could be um, a stage play. I don't know. I was just captivated about these people in a room, and they're trying to question this guy's oh, story yeah, that yeah, he's yeah, yeah. lived since the caveman days. I don't know, man. I was captivated by it, and when the reveals... Of where maybe who who he was, I was kind I was down for it. I so mean, you were down for the reveals. That was I, the part I like where that. I was like, "Fuck this." Movie. I liked, yeah, I, I liked and, that. I and and like the old lady. Yeah, again, like it. It definitely has that TV film. The, some of the acting's not great. There's not anything special directing. Why it like it? Probably, it looks. It looks like it costs ten bucks. It, yeah, I don't. It's know, the worst looking movie of the year. For I. Sure. I that yeah, I, 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 I agree. Like, it kind of sucked me in. I was like, I don't care about the acting. I want to see where they go yeah. with this. And where they went with, when they started going it's with it, not it was worth like, the payoff. I kind of like that. Yeah. It kind of gave me chills. It gave me goosebumps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that, that's, those are the ones. I'm not going to go over what I didn't see. I would have just chopped them up and seen what happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I just wanted, as we mentioned, we had all these guest podcasts on here. Yeah. Let's, uh, 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 throughout the last few months that, kind of gave us ideas. There was a bunch mm-hmm. of movies I ended up watching that didn't I, make... I watched Waitress because yeah, of same. some... Uh, uh, that was yeah. the one that mm-hmm. I think we all watched. Uh, the, the Horror Fried Podcast, Popcorn uh, Podcast, Comfort Films Podcast, The Matt and Mark Movie Show, and uh, Cinema uh, Demeep, uh, who also goes by the Retro Love uh, movie podcast. But thanks for yeah. your list. That yeah. was awesome. Yeah, that was that was really great that and you guys all did that. What and, a glorious and... year, guys! Like I've had a ton of fun with 07. Uh, I'm excited to see where uh, next year takes so us. So are, are we're going to do it. We're going to do it again. Oh, of course. Yeah. I, I, yeah, year... I'm going to go crazy with my picks. I'm doing like 1912 or something. Oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, right. I'm going to go 08. <laughs> but I, I do think I might. I might throw in like at least one from either from the 50s 70s, or 60s, yeah. even if it's going to be harder. Yeah, I think it might be interesting. That's yes. I think it's always fascinating when you think like this is gonna be possible, and then you start watching. It's like, yeah. oh wait, there's because all I'm dying this. to watch is, uh, to be honest, next few weeks I'm gonna watch Slashers? movies from the 30s and 40s. Yeah. We got the slasher list, yeah. but I'm gonna I'm gonna watch some of those. Mm-hmm. 
But I'm also like, because I've been watching slashers and then these movies. Yeah. Slashers and these movies. Now it's going to be slashers and then old uh, movies. I just want to watch fucking old, wanna, old movies. Hmm. From like all the way back to like 1985, 1986. 18, 1826, that, <laughs> yeah. that film. The, the old talkies. Uh. Um, but yeah, anyway, so our number one of the year, you guys both had No, no Country. country. That no is country. also crazy. And mm-hmm. I had uh, Zodiac. Zodiac. So my number two, and do you know where it would appear if you did a general list? Probably number two as well. Like Trick or Treat is fucking. So yeah. Trick or Treat would be your number two. I, I think Trick or Treat would be number one. It would be ahead of. Uh, I think it would be ahead. Yeah, a, ahead of No Country. Crazy. And then Zodiac, and it then probably No Country. Too. Yeah, I'd have to think. I might. Put be my, I think my top three would be like Trick or Treat, uh, Zodiac, um, No Country. I think would be the top three. So Trick or Treat would make my top ten, but I think it would be like nine or ten. Yeah. That's the difference here. Like, so that was I was higher than on my top hundred horror movies than Kyle. Mm-hmm. Kind of in between. I might put Zodiac above Trick or Treat. I've yeah. about that. I love Zodiac. Yeah, hey, but hey, I would hey, definitely hey. Trick or Treat. It, it'd be between Trick or Treat or Zodiac for the top yeah. overall number one. Pick um, but yeah, it's interesting. That's number thirty-two on horror. That just shows yeah. how much of a horror nut yeah. Kyle is. Mm-hmm. Where for me, my horror movies usually rest my number one horror movies of the year. Most of the time, end up being like my seventh, eighth, or yeah. ninth yeah. of the of the year. They they rarely are in my top five. Um, but with with that, we'd love to hear again. What were you guys' favorite yeah. movies? What do you think yeah. of our list? Um, you can get a hold of us on Facebook. We have a group page, like page. You can email us at moviecitymaniacs at gmail And we're at moviecitymaniacs on Instagram. Well, there you go. Go oh guys. seven. That guys. was the best of. 20, I can't talk, 2007. We're going to hug it out after this episode. Yeah. Uh, it's been fun. Uh, thanks for listening. Kyle's going to throw up in the alley. <laughs> yeah, stay scared, guys. Bye. Right.